my office environment was not friendly to this experiment. <laughs> it might be the first time that my office environment wasn't friendly to it. Welcome to another episode of the Productivity Lab, where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm Mark. And today we are doing something that I think is one of the stranger things that we've done in a while, uh, which is an under-the-desk bicycle. But before we get to that, let's talk about our productivity lives with what what we've been up to, starting with you, Mark. How's, How's your productivity journey going? Uh, the past few days, um, there's been little to no productivity, just <laughs> a pure laziness. Um, so it's kind of been light, um, actually, the past two weeks. And that's primarily because we've, we're entering the uh, peak season at work where the workload increases, more customer uh-huh. cases and complicated cases and everything. So uh, working later. Um, I think there was one one day I worked, what, not too much. I, I think it was probably about uh, 13, 14 hours that day. Um, <laughs> so it, w- it was like starting early, working from home because there was just so much to get done. Mm-hmm. Working on the bus into work, at work, late at work, wow. coming home, and then having a, 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 non, a side project meeting discussion. And then hopping back on work uh, to finish things. So it's kind of been that um, the past uh, couple of weeks. Um, so hopefully that that goes away. So it's mostly been work uh, coming in and disrupting my product, site productivity. But I've been very productive at work um, with the normal cases that we have. The uh, we're doing a a ten part uh, networking. And Wireshark training series. I'm not the one doing the training. Um, there's another coworker doing the lectures, but I'm uh, main, uh, managing all the administrative stuff with that. So, booking the meetings, all the documentation, going back through, and and doing all that fun stuff. So, from a work perspective, uh, been very productive. Mm-hmm. But on a side project perspective, I have not been productive. And this past weekend, I've just been binging TV. So <laughs> that that that's it for me. That that's been a nice load of break. So what about yourself? Yeah, uh, I've been busy with working on bringing everyday civilians back from its year and a half long coma. So I've been busy. I it's a three day weekend when we were recording this. It's actually Presence Day when we were recording this episode right now, and uh, we're me and Charlie are working on getting our newest episode out. Uh, sometime this week, we're aiming for Tuesday. We'll see if that actually happens or not. The edit is done and all that stuff, but we got some things to finalize before we release it. So I took the I took the last Friday off to prep for everything. So I've been pretty much been on everyday superhumans mode for the past three days of my life, and I love this project. It's uh, I never feel like it's been like exhausting, but there are there's a lot of work I've put into this in the past three days. Taking that Friday off was the right move. I actually have been busy at work too, so I was able to leverage that into doing uh, effectively four ten hour days to take Friday off. I had to use like a little vacation time. I think I was 
like an hour or so. Uh, just, but other than that, though, I've been really busy at work and busy on side projects. So, our first interview is with the League of Women Voters to get everybody prepped for the election season, starting with the primaries on March 3rd. Uh, I think this episode's going to be out after the primaries. Let me check. Uh, yep, this episode's going to be out 20 days after the primaries. So hopefully you vote in the primaries. I will be doing that. Mm-hmm. And at the very least, you can check out the episode to see how you can be more informed this election cycle and how the League of Women Voters helps uh, inform the public and who do, not really who do vote for, because they're, they're nonpartisan, but they inform the public on the issues that the candidates are trying to address in a very nonpartisan way so you can make up your own mind, which is great. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've been busy with that. And, of course, uh, we have a new puppy in the household. So <laughs> that's been another thing that I've been busy with is helping watch her. Just came back from our first vet visit. So she's now officially a part of the pack, as we like to call it. <laughs> so we now, we're now two. We now have two dogs. So it's not, so if you follow me on Snapchat, not Snapchat. So if you follow me on Instagram, you will uh, be able to see more pictures of not just one but two puppies. Well, yeah, that's it's been uh, it's been pretty good. Busy. I've had a great time with uh, puppies and side projects, though. So I don't feel like that. Like I've overworked myself whatsoever okay yeah so that's that's all i have for follow-up oh yeah actually no i have one more thing i wrote down in my notes uh since this is also a toggle fan cast <laughs> i made some changes to my toggle i used to at work have a different project at each uh for each timer in toggle so like i and and uh toggle you could do different projects and I was being pretty, pretty literal with that, where I'd have it where, uh, like, I have, I don't know, it feels like 20 different projects at a time that I'm technically working on. So I was using Toggle to, like, measure how much time I spend on each project. But that really wasn't helping me, because how much time I spend on each project doesn't really line up with, like, the priority of said projects. So I completely decided, or decided to completely nuke all my toggle timers for the office and then change up my timers to be more task-based so like design work reviewing emails meetings okay that's uh, how i've been doing it because that's to me is more useful data so I just like give an update on the toggle fan cast mini or uh, the toggle fan cast portion of our of our <laughs> podcast I also got a new habit tracking app that I recommend. It's like $6 a year. So it's pretty cheap. It's called Habit Hub. It's a pretty data intensive habit tracking app. And I loved Habitica for I've it heard because. Of that one. Yeah, I, I chose it because Google chose it as like their editor's pick for best habit tracking app of the year. So uh, I'm trying this thing out. As a data-driven person, I'm liking it a lot. So I'll report back later. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. Let's get to the topic at hand then. Uh, Mark, do you want to introduce this one since you're the one that thought of this one? (laughs) Yes, this uh, challenge uh, for the past two weeks uh, was the under-desk bike. And uh, the reason I kind of chose this i was interested in having this primarily because i work in uh one of those uh tech companies where 
we have all uh, types of weird desks in our office um, and chairs. Um, I used to have, after my uh, back incident, um, for probably about half a year, I sat in a um, exercise ball chair, um, mm-hmm. which really... You know, it really helps uh, your core engages you. Uh, but for this challenge, um, I wanted to pick the underdesk bike to see what that's like. We have, um, we actually have different type of desk at work. We have a treadmill desk uh, that I use every so often. Um, you just throw your laptop in and you slowly walk uh, for however long uh, of the period of time that you want. And there's someone else that actually has a bicycle desk, a full-on bicycle desk that you actually sit on. <laughs> That's crazy that those exist. It, it, it is wild. Um, <laughs> and there's an editor that I follow on his YouTube channel. Uh, it's actually called This Guy Edits. Hmm. He uh, had tried out a editing bicycle desk. So he just hooked up his laptop and everything to this desk and pedaled on it. So I was curious of how that would be, especially um, when we're working or for me, for example, if I'm working long stints or sessions on writing or projects or something like that, of being able to kind of get some form of exercise and how does that help your productivity Mm. when doing so? So the, the cheapest option without going and buying a full-on bicycle desk was these. I was say, they could be expensive. Like these underdesk bikes, they go anywhere between like $30, which is the one that I got. Yeah. So you're like 200 bucks. Yeah. And, and that's like just for these, for these little feet things. Yeah. And you can get a full desk for even more, um, a full-on like stationary bike um, that you just hook up whatever your monitor and laptop to. Mm. Um, so for this one, yeah, we got these like little foot pedal things, um, that you can stash under your desk and we'll put the link in the description for what it is. Yeah. And get a little workout in. So that's what I chose and kind of why I chose it. I wanted to see what that was like. So I guess I could start with my experience first. Yeah. So so you're the one that was more eager for this one. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's better to have that at the end. So yeah. So my experience with this was my desk is not made for underdesk bikes. <laughs> At work, I had to format my... Okay, I can't even describe it. So my desk at work is kind of low. And I didn't realize how low it was until I got this bike. <laughs> and every time I tried to pedal on it, I would have to... My knees would just hit the top of the desk over and over again, just like bump, 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 <laughs> to a point where it got really annoying. So I found like very awkward ways to make it work for me, which like one way was to kind of like scoot my chair back and give my legs more room to kind of like pedal that way. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of typing away from my desk, kind of leaning towards it. And then I was like, this is bad for my posture. So I tried something else. I, I used my adjustable computer chair and I raised it up all the way and then I kind of backed out outside my desk and it turned it into like a miniature stationary bike. But then I was also leaning over again more for that one. So my posture was just horrible the entire time. <laughs> so I feel like that I may have increased my cardio points, but I decreased my my back supports. <laughs> yeah, so my I learned very quickly that my my desk was not made for this kind of thing. 
And there was no way to ask for a new desk at the office. That would have been too much hassle for a two-week challenge using a $25 exercise bike. Yeah. So I, I, I ended up using it during breaks at work, which was the better idea. I had okay. to scoot it outside of my desk and I just pedal. There was one time where I was in a two-hour long conference call and I pedaled for the first hour of that whole thing, which I think made the conference call way more bearable. <laughs> yeah, it was like a 200 or 200. It was like a two-hour conference call with like 50 people on the line just to kind of like catch people up on this like upcoming projects. So I was barely involved with it. I just had to like listen and take notes. So I was like, okay, this is fine. I could just pedal and type as we're going through this. But I will definitely say that my usage of the bike was very minimal because of the awkwardness of it. And I'm happy I bought a $25 excess bike. <laughs> because if I bought like a $200 one, I've been like, well, that's a waste. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But other than that, though, I did like the idea behind this challenge. Which okay. Is to keep yourself physically active while you're at your desk because it's easy to kind of get lethargic. And especially, I mentioned this multiple times in the podcast, after lunch, I just get lazy and it just sets how my body is. I've just learned to accept that that's like how my life is. So I try to pedal after lunch mm-hmm. and it was hit or miss. Uh, I found out if I walked after lunch, I was much more alert than I was than I than pedaling. But like if I had like a two-hour conference call after lunch, it was a good way to keep myself alert. Yeah. So it was good for stuff like that. Uh, I would always use it at work when I was waiting for things to load because sometimes like you know, if I'm running structure analysis on our design program, it could take a couple minutes. So I just pedal during those times and pull out my Kindle app and read. So it's nice to kind of like productively pass the time without feeling like mm-hmm. I was wasting my time too much. Yeah, overall, it was kind of awkward. Uh, one thing that I made note of on the very first day was it's awkward to type and bike at the same time. Like, I think you got to really train yourself to do that. I don't know how your coworker uses a pedaling desk at work. Like, <laughs> I can't see myself writing an email and pedaling at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would always do it during downtime or time that required less mental effort, like, like I said, conference calls or waiting for something to load or like even reading emails. Like in the morning, I'd go over there, open up my email app oh, and uh, kind of push my chair back and start pedaling while I was reading emails. And three minutes later, I'd be done and then it's back to work and then I won't use it again until after lunch. So I, I definitely say that I didn't, I don't really feel like I had the, the best experience for this whole thing because my uh-huh. desk just made it so awkward. Okay. Yeah. Did you uh, get any uh, weird looks from coworkers? No. Okay. This is the nice thing is I don't have a cubicle or anything. It's not an open office either. Okay. We have our own personal private offices in the office. Oh, I'm jealous. So <laughs> yeah, that made it a lot easier to uh, have a, have a uh, pedaling, like an ad hoc pedaling desk. That nobody really noticed. <laughs> and I actually was I was actually kind of hoping somebody would be like, why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. Nobody did that. Nobody nobody asked any questions. I'm like, okay, I guess this is how it is. <laughs> nobody really cares. These are always focused walking down the hallway or they don't want to disturb you. Yeah. So I end up not having anybody asking about my pedaling desk at all. So <laughs> that's yeah. a shame. Yeah, I know. 
But yeah, that's my experience of the whole thing is that my desk isn't optimized for it. So I got a really bad impression. Okay. I'll save my for later. Okay. <laughs> okay. How about you, Mark? How was yours? You use the same thing that I did, right? Yes. Um, so I have the, the same um, little bike peddler uh, that you have. Mm-hmm. And so uh, for me, a little bit different experience because I do work in an open, open office. <laughs> um, so seeing things like that isn't completely weird. Um, <laughs> and I have one of those. Uh, my work desk is also a standing desk so I can adjust oh, it yeah, to sit right. or stand. Yeah. Um, so I could raise it up to uh, give more leg room mm. for myself to paddle. So that was pretty nice. And again, I also had an advantage that I've used the treadmill desk before. Oh, yeah. And there is a um, period in which you have to um, you have to find a good cadence so that you can type and do these workouts mm-hmm. <laughs> at the same time. Can't jog and type, I'm guessing. No. So like when I very first tried the treadmill desk, for example, you, I hopped on and I like I wanted to throw it up to like a three, three point five miles per hour. Um, and then thinking that I'm going to debug this, you know, stack trace or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that no, that that wasn't how it was going to work. I needed I can either do one thing, concentrate on walking at that speed or focus on the work. So then you end up dropping it down to like a mile per hour or point five or in between there so that it's slow enough to where you can just casually do that and then you can work on whatever that you're working on. And so same thing with the under desk bike. So once you get that and you find your cadence, okay, what works good for me um, on this cadence, then you can focus on the other things. So it wasn't um, too much that I did that we have stand up calls that I used it. So I kind of took it back and forth. So for the first week I had it in the office in which I used that for calls. But again, half the week I'm at home. So when I'm working at home, I don't have, I didn't have that uh, for me for the first week. So there was no issue there. Uh, Typically, especially after lunch, uh, I would use it. Anytime we have stand-up calls in the morning, Mm. um, I would use that as well. If I'm doing any sort of like documentation or, you know, I'll just slowly uh, pedal uh, Mm. there as well. Uh, so I didn't have any issue with that. Again, I also kind of had a little edge on this activity uh, because of some of our uh, other exercise desks that we have. And uh, bring it home was a little bit different because I typically work from the kitchen table. Mm. And I have a, um, what do you call those, bar height tables? Uh, kitchen oh, yeah, tables, yeah, yeah. right? So I have higher... So there's no way my legs would actually reach the the pedals uh, for that. Mm-hmm. So I then had to work for the days I worked from home, um, worked from my desk in which I did have to raise my desk. Uh, um, okay. So I, I, I felt your pain when I started <laughs> At least pedaling. you the option to raise your desk. Mine is like at its level. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, thankfully, like it's an Ikea desk. So I had to I have to get up under 
um, and then brace the desk with my back and unscrew the thing and push up one side, tighten it. No, it's not a lever or anything like that. Um, so I had to do that because yes, I was hitting my knee, um, pedaling and I was like, this sucks. And even moving back, it's like, oh, this works a little bit, but now I have to like outstretch my arms in this weird, awkward posture. Yeah, and it destroyed my posture for that. Um, so I had to raise my desk a little bit higher, which, you know, I was wanting to do that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so this kind of gave me a chance to do that. And it pretty pretty much at my home desk, I ended up stopped doing that because I was like, this is kind of annoying. Even <laughs> with the desk raised high, um, it's not like my work desk where I can just, con- you know, completely control the height uh, of it. So I then did switch to if we were on calls or something, I would use it then. Mm -hmm. Um, So then outside of work, also used it um, when I do my Sunday read days. Mm. That's a good idea. Yeah. So I will sit and um, I got my little chair, my little nook, my corner with my books. And when I would read, I would pedal. Um, So it was a nice um, little activity to do uh for that i don't think (laughs) um so that was my experience my experience with it i was a little bit more acclimated with um uh, of choosing a good cadence Mm -hmm. with the pedal while also still being able to fully concentrate on what i was doing um if i didn't have a standing desk or a way to adjust completely adjust Mm -hmm. the height at work, I think I would have had a much different experience. Uh, but because I could adjust my height at work, um, it gave me a little bit more leg room so that I didn't have to sit back. But when I brought it home, I even with adjusting my desk, I didn't want to be too high um, to mess up the posture of where your arms are supposed to be. Uh, so it got pretty uh, awkward and annoying very quickly on my home desk, but I was able to use it in outside things where I didn't need to type. And like you, if I'm on a team meeting or a call, then I can push out a bit, pedal while on the call, and then use it for other home activities like reading. Yeah, the reading's a really good idea. I I have no intent uh, in keeping the pedals at my office. It's all like what it is, but around home. For mm-hmm. reading, that's a really good idea. Yeah, um, it's my. That's kind of part of my morning workout cheat. Is if I want to browse Instagram in the morning, um, <laughs> I, I uh, take the bike and I yeah. do a workout, browse Instagram, and then I'll hop over and do other weight stuff uh, when like I'm that. done with that. So yeah, I like that. So this is a shorter episode, obviously, since it's like a really small test. Yeah. Yes. So with that said, your final thoughts and rating. Yeah. So as I was saying, my desk really made this a really bad experience for me. I will admit I'm looking at my notes right now from the past two weeks. And there are three days where I wrote down, did not use, did not use, did not use. (laughs) Because how awkward it was. And I just like, I don't want to hurt my posture too much. Mm-hmm. I, so like I typically just did it in the afternoon after I was done eating or during long conference calls or reading emails, like I said, but it, overall it was my office environment 
was not friendly to this experiment. <laughs> it might be the first time that my office environment wasn't friendly to it because of that reason. Which I was I was excited for this one because I'm like, oh, like, like there's like, or I was like, I was excited about this one because like, yeah, there's like good like evidence out there that being physically active is better for like your thought processes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like helping to make me much more alerts and creative at work. But just my, I just, my desk without having those levers to raise it up or any way to adjust it, I was just stuck between like a rock and a hard place with like when to use this thing. So I didn't get the full experience. There were, there are like more expensive under desk bikes that have like smaller range of motion than this <laughs> one. Like they're like steppers or they're called. And if I think if I got one of those, I would have had a different opinion on, on this challenge. But those are like hundred bucks more. Yeah. And I just didn't I don't want to spend hundred and twenty dollars on a two week challenge if I didn't know if I was gonna like it or not. Mm-hmm. So I'd say if you're serious with this whole thing, like if you like are really the kind of person where you're like, Okay, I know I think better on my feet, but I don't have a staying desk. So I'm gonna get this thing and I have enough disposable income to toss towards a under desk peddler. I might I would recommend checking out those more expensive ones. Probably check them out with knowing the return policy just in case. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the one that we got, it was what you get what you pay for. And it wasn't really... The, the range of motion on this thing that we had was pretty big. Yeah. And I've had a small range of motion. I might have enjoyed this challenge more. So for that case, I'm going to say it's not for me. I won't, I won't give it to... I'm going to give it a three... I'm going to give it a two for my experience, but three overall, because I think that there's some good ideas here that I just never got to experience myself. Yeah. So maybe one of these days, if I stumble into it under like a smaller range of motion under the desk peddler, I might take that one up and try it out and report back with a new one. But I doubt that'll be something I'll be, I doubt that'll be something that'll be falling into my lap anytime soon. So I'm going to give it a three. I mixed review because the idea is great but my practice was just a bad practice and it was bad for my back. <laughs> and there were three days where I didn't do it. <laughs> How about you, Mark? Yeah. So, um, I really liked that. I was able to give this challenge a try. Um, like I said, we have, we've, my workplace environment was a little bit more conducive to this, um, actually, um, which is kind of, we continue to be on the opposite side of things <laughs> where, this was not the best for your workplace environment. Yeah. And this fit right in great with my <laughs> workplace environment. Typically, it's just every every other challenge that we've done worked great for you at your day job. But for me, it didn't fit with my day job. So it had to be like when I'm working from home or side projects, yeah. right? So this interesting. So yeah, um, <laughs> I had the desk set up and everything else. That allows me to do this a little bit. And like I said earlier, the edge um, in actually using treadmill desk at work um, uh, that I use periodically. But I also see some of the issues at home. Uh, For me, getting started was a little bit awkward on the thing because I'm trying to find something with good resistance Mm -hmm. in pedaling. Um, unless I just got monster legs, it just felt like I could never actually find a good 
resistance to it. Yeah, I felt the same way too. Like right. you're too much or too little. Exactly. Um, and, and, and I just wanted uh, some, some good counter there. So we're, because with that, resi- without that resistance, it, it just kind of, you feel all over the place pushing, you're pushing too hard or too light and that can distract you. But once, mm-hmm. if you can get enough resistance in, then you can have a really good stable, uh, uh cadence with that. So that was, and I think that may have been because it was such a cheap version. I did look at some of the more expensive stuff and they had better reviews and experiences. Uh, My battery did go out. So I did have to go out and buy a new battery for it. And holy hell does those pedals get hot. Um, Oh yeah. That's actually a warning on the device. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like warning excessive pedaling could lead to the to the device getting hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgot one day and I, and I picked it up to move and I was like, holy, <laughs> but it, it was pretty hot and I completely forgot about that. So it's, it's, yeah, you do get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, though I did, even though I did have a, a much better experience at work, I do wonder what a much better constructed device would be like. Um, so I was going to give this actually the same score as you, oh, really? um, a three, um, even though I introduced it, I think what was holding me back is the device itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to have something better than this, but I don't know if I would spend the money on it yeah. now, now that I will, it's okay. Maybe I'll save up 10 bucks here over time or something mm-hmm. to where I can actually, uh, buy something much better to use at home. Mm. But I think it's great if you have, um, if you have a stationary desk, you may not be able to raise your desk, but think about the moments where you don't need to type and maybe you're watching training videos or mm. something like that, where you can push off to the side and pedal. Or if you're doing any reading time and stuff like that, Maybe if you're watching TV and you got a good spot on the couch, right? And mm-hmm. you just throw oh, yeah, the... That's a good idea too, yeah. Right? Um, I think overall the the idea, uh, whether it's an under-desk bike or something else, uh, to help you stay productive and, and cognitive, that's the whole point of right. taking your afternoon walks mm-hmm. helps you um, refocus Um uh, things like that. Uh, ha- having the treadmill desk actually helps me uh, focus and energizes me in the afternoon when I hop on that uh, every now and then. Mm. So whether you have a sitting desk, um, this gets you a little bit of exercise. A standing desk is great. Mm. Um, but again, you can have issues standing too long as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, yeah, I think this would be great. Um, small investment if you're wanting to do that to add some kind type of low impact exercise mm-hmm. um, if you're stuck at your desk. Of course, it's no substitute for things like actually cycling right. or actually running or going to the gym just because your heart rate won't go as fast with using these bikes just because they aren't designed for high intensity. They're just there for like mild intensity yes. exercise. Absolutely. So they kind of keep you active, but not keep you fit. Yeah, it's not a replacement. Don't be like... Yeah. I just underbike desk for 15 minutes and good for <laughs> exercise for the next year. No. Yeah. I was checking my Fitbit when I was record or whenever I was uh, testing it out and my heart rate never elevated into the exercise, jo- exercise zones, as they call it. 
just I think above 90 beats per minute. I never got that high. I actually would get into those zones while I was walking during my walk breaks instead. Same. Like it never, like my Apple Watch would detect that as well and it never activated exercise, but yeah. it will activate when I'm walking to the bus stop for work. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a replacement, but it's just like they're good for maintaining yourselves a bit. Great for, or supposedly good for focus. I've still yet to experience that myself, but yeah, if you're looking for a way to keep yourself active at your desk, it's an idea worth exploring. Not sure it's worth exploring for $120. Yeah. But it's an idea worth exploring. A staying desk might be more effective, I think. But that's for another time if we ever do a staying desk episode. Well, yeah. Uh, that's it for this uh, episode of it. Oh, I was going to say Everyday Superhumans. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for this episode of the Pride Tea Lab. And next time, we are doing our next book review which is one of my favorite books I've read in the past. I guess I read it a year ago as of this month. Mm-hmm. It is Cal Newport's Digital Minimalism. That's a book all about how to, I mean, it's like right there in the tile, how to be a digital minimalist. I love this book a lot. And I'm happy to be sharing it with you, Mark. And yeah. I can't wait to talk to you about it. I recommend everybody to pick this up. I'm giving that, giving it my seal of approval for people to pick up before we get to the episode. If they mm-hmm. want to read it and then join along with our commentary. In the meantime, where can they follow you, Mark? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at AskMarkio. Uh, at that's AskMarkIO. And uh, any of my writings and or book reviews uh, from challenges that we've done and other books that I've read and uh, other um, writings that aren't so good with my horrible illustrations mm-hmm. at my blog, AskMark.io. And where can they find you, Kyle? You could find me on Twitter and Instagram at KyleSQ9. And uh, as of recently, we had a new dog move in with us, as I said at the beginning. So you'd see pictures of not just my first dog, but my second dog too. So you get tons of puppy pics over there. And you could read all my old writings at quadrant9.net. One of these days I'll come back from the grave. But as far as I know, that website is down for now, but I have it all backed up on a wordpress.com site for the time being and where can they find us mark they can find us on twitter and instagram at productive lab and you can find all our everything that we discussed links to all of that good stuff and our beautiful show notes on our website at theproductivitylab.show or tpl.show for short all right and as always stay productive beautiful show notes on our website at the Brock. Pro- <laughs> <laughs>